What's up, everybody? It is Pints with Pat. We got April 2nd here, Easter weekend. Happy Easter, everyone. Good Friday right now. This is uh, the first podcast I'm doing in the new side of the office that is finally renovated and done. Um, remember, like four months ago, I did a remember we did the podcast in well, it was under renovation, all ripped apart. Yep. Though now it's completely done. It looks beautiful in here. Two new TVs, our big long conference room table. And for those of you who are watching live, it's our beautiful back view right there. So we're excited to be in the new office and now the other side's getting renovated. So that'll probably be done in six months or so. Uh, so start off, uh, I have been slacking big time on this podcast, but uh, I'm about to tell you why and um, in the future, upcoming six months, I don't foresee missing any Fridays anymore. So start off with, uh, why I've been missing these. Um, I think I did, I did do one podcast after, uh, Todd's bachelor party, but it's just been a lot of weekends of shit going on where not shit. It's, it's good fun stuff, but stuff where I'm gone all weekend. And this past weekend I was gone Friday again because I was in, uh, Denver. I went to Crest or not in Denver. I flew to Denver and we went to Crested Butte on a ski trip and it was absolutely fucking phenomenal. Um, Friday it snowed all day. So every run was, you know, fresh powder. And then on Sunday we were skiing in short sleeve t-shirts. So phenomenal trip for my anniversary. Me and Jane got married two years ago, um, March 30th, 2019. Obviously couldn't do much last year because coronavirus wave was just setting in. So she wanted to go out snowboarding in Colorado and we did it and it was fun. Um, but when you're away from work and everything going on here, even for a couple of days, you feel like I, I just personally feel like I lose a couple steps. Um, so now I'm in a great spot. Nothing really planned for the next, for the foreseeable future, really. So happy to be here and continue to shove progress forward. Um, a couple of things I wanted to share today. Um, we are just wrapping up. We are just wrapping up the first quarter. Um, we, we had a very strong first quarter and honestly, we're only getting stronger. Uh, we bought a healthy amount of houses in quarter one. Um, and we're looking for more. So if you're out there, if you have something to sell, we're getting very aggressive right now. So anyone that has a house to sell, any wholesalers, people that want a JV, any guys that have, you know, are also having a ton of success and um, they don't have the bandwidth for more construction or more capital, uh, happy to JV and help in any way we can. So there's my little plug right there. Uh, if we can help anyone get deals done, obviously reach out to me, text me, text Kyle, or send us a message on Facebook. Um, Another thing I wanted to bring up, uh, I see Ryan Rice is watching. Um, uh, so good, a good message for Ryan that uh, a, a book I've been reading since I joined that group, Go Abundance, is Vivid Vision. Um, when I first started reading it, it just seemed like another, you know, I don't want to say bullshit goal setting book um, because they are good, but I've just read so many of them. It's just, uh, you know, kind of the same message over and over again, but I thought something was unique about this vivid vision one. It talks about writing your three year plan for where you're going to be, not how you're going to get there or the plan to get there, just the vision of what it's going to be in three years. 
Um, they talk about how three years is kind of the sweet spot because it's not one year, which is, you know, almost too quick. It's not 10 years, which, you know, you, it's hard to even think a decade ahead of time. It's that perfect little three year time period to where you can give it just a much, just enough attention. You can think just big enough for it to be exciting and enough time for it to be accomplishable. So I thought that was interesting the way they described that three-year vision, but um, I forgot the author's name, Cameron something, but Vivid Vision is the book, and he talks about how, I think his company was 1-800-GOT-JUNK or something, and he he wrote a whole like five-page, five-page pamphlet complete with pictures and everything. He got it professionally copyrighted and it was exactly what was going on with his company, what he saw three years down the road, um, down to how they, how they, how marketing was going, what they were spending, how they impacted the community, um, revenue numbers. And, uh, you know, sure enough, obviously they hit it three years from then. Um, this isn't new knowledge, um, but I thought what I thought was interesting about that is that he types up this you know nice copyrighted five-page pamphlet. He not only gives it to his employees, but he gives it to other people he does business with. So if we're Yellowbird, I give this five-year yellow or three-year Yellowbird plan to people like Ryan, who we buy deals from. Uh, what's up, Nicholas? Uh, we people like Nicholas Alexis, who we also buy deals from. Henry Angelini, we give them copies of where Yellowbird's going to be in three years. And not only excites us, but it excites them too. That They want to do business with someone that, you know, a company that's going to be here in three years. And, uh, you know, they want to be a part of it and we want to have them be a part of it. So I thought that was interesting too. On another level, it also aligns, you know, every, all, all the people working here at Yellowbird, everyone knows exactly where we're going in three years in excruciating detail. So, um, I haven't jumped on it yet. Like I said, goal setting, especially three years in advance is the easiest thing to put off, but I just thought that was interesting. Um, Ryan Rice, you son of a bitch. If you're still watching, I think you should, uh, I think you should write one for yourself. See where old yellow card properties is going to be three years from now. Um, and it's, it's just a good practice. Like everyone here at Yellowbird, we have our alignment sheets. So everyone that works here has their vision for where they're going to be personally 10 to 25 years down the road, one year down the road, and then, you know, kind of 90 day goals to get there on the personal development front. So cool. Wanted to share that vivid vision piece. I talked about the first quarter. Um, what I talked about with Gabe, I think it was maybe then the last time I did this podcast was uh, I mentioned that with all these weekends kind of traveling around, doing weddings, doing bachelor parties, doing vacations, um, I had trouble getting my flow back of my, I I wake up pretty early every morning. I I wake up at five and get my workout in. That's not because I enjoy waking up early. It's because I have two kids, uh, two young girls. They're awesome, but that's my only time to myself is that early morning. So I talked about how I was getting out of my flow. I'd start waking up, you know, I'd be up at 6.15 one morning, 6.20 the other next morning, and it just wasn't consistent, and I'd have to get a shitty quick workout in. Um, so I, I was complaining about getting my flow back after a weekend of, like, drinking some beers or traveling or doing whatever. Um, 
and I, I feel like I found it and wanted to share it with you guys. I got this insight from the GoBundance crew is like sometimes, uh, you know, just don't feel like waking up at five in the morning anymore. And I have trouble with that sometimes. And the response I got from them was, well, that's because your why is not strong enough. And I thought that was interesting. And, you know, whether it, whatever your why is, whether it's money or whether it used to be money and it's not anymore, or it, or it used to be, you know, financial freedom and it's not anymore and it's something different, they can shift over time. And I found that mine uh, had just kind of shifted and I need to reestablish my why I'm getting up early in the morning. And for me, it was, it was a mental toughness game. Um, I decided that I'm not going to be the guy that gets up at five and then presses his his snooze button because the second I press my snooze button, it makes me weak. It makes me weak during the day. During the day, I have a task to do that. I really don't feel like doing, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to push it off right? So that first win of getting up out of bed at five is, is a mental toughness win in the morning. And it makes you stronger throughout the entire day. It makes it stronger the next day when you get up at five. So that's the hack I've been using is it's not about money or any of that, which is kind of what it used to be. It's about mental toughness and who are you as a person? Are you, guy, are you the guy that presses snooze and has to lay back in your nice warm bed? Or are you the guy that gets the fuck up? So that's what it came down to for me. And it, it really helped. And I've been on a roll lately. And it's been really good. And I feel better. And I, you know, uh, I, I feel clear. And I feel strong. So it's, it's, it's been really good. Um, One more, one more thing I'll add to that. I had some other stuff I want to talk about, but I'm going a little longer than I thought. Uh, so one more thing I wanted to add to that about the early morning thing uh, is another kind of revelation I've had over the past couple weeks is uh, in GoBundance and in Yellowbird, we have, we separate life into, you know, a couple different categories, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, family, business, financial, spiritual, religious, however you want to separate it. Um, in GoBundance, they call them gardens. Uh, at Yellowbird, we just call them, you know, it, it's kind of a little circle we draw and little, you know, we call it the balance circle and it's just different pieces of your life. Um, I, tr- I believe, and I have found that over the past, you know, month or so, you are either taking a step forward or you're taking a step back in each of those gardens every single day of your life. So that being said, so here's an example. I wake up in the morning and I'm not up all time. I'm not up on time. I miss my workout, but I go to work and buy four fucking houses that day, four awesome flip deals, um, and run a great meeting. And then I go home and me and Jane fight about something. And then I go to bed that day right there. So I missed my early morning, so I didn't get my workout, so I took a step back as far as physical fitness goes, and I ate, surely I ate shit for lunch that day, so that's your big step back as far as physical fitness. With family, um, because I didn't get up in the morning, I was probably in a shitty mood, and maybe I snipped at Jane or something, and I was being a prick, so I took a step back in family. But at work, um, I, I made, you know, I bought four houses, so business took a step forward, and my financials took a step forward that day. So two step forwards, 
two steps forward, two step back, net is zero, right? What if you took a step forward on every aspect of your life every single day? Um, and all that takes to do that is fucking discipline. All it is. If I get my ass up every morning at five, uh, get my workout in, I'm taking a step forward physically every day. My head is right. Um, you know, I wake my daughter up early in the morning because I'm up early in the morning. She goes to bed early. She's feeling better. Everyone's in a better mood. Um, I'm better and more clear in the office. I, I continue to have, if, if I'm up early in the morning, I am so clear for the day. We have great meetings, make progress, whether we buy a house or not, we're heading in the right direction. Um, uh, meditation is something I've been doing early in the morning. So that's also stems from me waking up at five. So I'm making spiritual and, uh, you know, emotional, mental progress every day, any day I don't meditate. I think I take a step back because it is so chaotic here right now with all the houses flying around. Um, it, it's hard to keep your headspace. So it all stems from that five in the morning thing and being conscious about taking a step forward in every aspect of your life that is important to you. Um, and if you continue to step forward and, and stack win over win over win, well, that's how, uh, you know, that's how you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time. That's how you, you can look at people, you know, super successful people, 10, 20 years older than you. They've been doing that. They've been doing those wins every single fucking day for the past 20 years. So none of those are overnight successes. It takes time. It takes building it brick by brick. And for me, it starts with that mental toughness early in the morning to get the fuck out of bed. So cool. Thank you everybody for listening. I have, you know, I haven't done a podcast in a while, so I stacked up a bunch of shit I wanted to talk about, but I like to keep these short. So, uh, we'll do it again next Friday. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great Easter.